five, 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 Okay, let's run. Let's count them down. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Top 5 Film Dive. My name is Kurt Morrison. As always, I'm your host here, coming to you live from Toronto, Ontario. And guys, I have the murderer's row of episodes coming up here. Now, to participate in our first ever Top 5 Film Dive Decade Comedy Draft. I got my three buddies here with me, my three amigos, to say the least. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce uh, three fellows here. I'm going to start off in my top left here. He is the host and the founder of the League of Cinephiles, who heartily came up to Toronto with me last week to enjoy the Toronto International Film Festival. He is my man, Mr. Alex Helmer. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Kurt. Uh, not as uh, appealing as seeing you in person digitally. Got to go back to the unfortunate digital age, but it's, okay. it's still great to see you nonetheless. Good to see you, brother. So, and just below him, I have my Chop Talk co-host, head honcho over at Real Talk Inc., my main man, Mr. David Gonzalez. How you doing, bro? It's good to see you as the host here, man. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm very, very happy to be here. Very happy to see Helmer with his... Uh, hmm uh dedication to terry silver behind him uh-huh um mm-hmm. I and, I, I, and gotta love that we're doing a comedy draft with uh mm-hmm. got i love helmer but mm-hmm. with someone that just said the banshees of irishirim is the best comedy he's ever seen it's, it's, it's this is gonna be a great this is gonna be a great time it's gonna be a great time today <laughs> even prior to recording he's stirring shit up folks <laughs> <laughs> and Classic last, Dave. but not least a first timer to my show Mr. Jean-Carlos Sanchez, the Merc with the movies. My man, how are you? Freshly married. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm um, happy to be here. You know, like we've been talking about doing other podcasts yeah, together, man. like categories. So um, it's going to be fun. I hope this goes good. And then y'all can expect uh, me and Kurt down the line doing a very special one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We've talked about that. I'm excited. You're growing up so fast, JC. You just got through last weekend, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's so. crazy. We're, we have the three circles of marriage here: Kurt married <laughs> with 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 a young daughter. I'm about to have a baby, married for and three years, Lily, and, and now with a newlywed. And then and then there's Helmer with Terry Silver. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm not going. I'm not doing. I'm not going down that road. Nah, <laughs> so, fellas, I've called you here tonight uh, for, as I said, the first ever. Comedy Decade Draft. Now, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, I'm going to explain to you what this is going to entail. We have six decades of comedy films right now to draft. The 70s, the 1980s, the 1990s, the 2000s, the 2010s, and obviously the 2020s. Not a lot to pick from from there. That should be an interesting decade to pick. Now, what's going to happen is all four of us gentlemen here are going to go uh, after our draft order has been set, which I'm going to do live here in front of the fellows so they know that I'm not cheating. And you have to pick one movie from each of those decades to essentially create your six comedy movie team. From there, I throw the results up onto Instagram, onto the social media for Top 5 Film Dive, for myself as well, and I am Curtie Moe. And you guys, listeners, are going to choose who drafted the best team during today's draft. Fellas, questions, concerns, comments, shit talk? No. No, No, just real quick. Dark Horse is... Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. Go ahead. Explain it to the folks. 
No, 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 no. I'm asking like dark horse is just like anything that has a yeah. subgenre to comedy, or it yeah. could just be unintentional anything, unintentional any- comedy. We can call it unintentional comedy. Uh, sorry, folks. I, I meant to say 17. I screwed up already just at the beginning of the show. And then we have a what we call the dark horse or wild card um draw, which means that you can pick a film. JC, thank you for helping me cover this because I forgot. Uh, pick a film that either is either unintentionally hilarious. Um, has again like that kind of comedy undertone to it, or for example, has like uh, what we call it, like a hyphenated type of genre. So, example, like a horror comedy or a action comedy can be across any decade, can be any movie. But if the other three competitors disagree and do not think it is a comedy film, or if at least has some comedic element to it, we can cancel your your pick, and then you have to choose something again. Understood. Oh, that's interesting. So, that's interesting. So, so I can't pick. Flag. So I can't pick seven. <laughs> What's in the box? What, I mean, that's. <laughs> I mean, any movie, any action movie that has Arnold one-liners, even if that's the only comedy, that's just game. There you go. See, you've already figured it out. Strategy's been set by the guys. I have everyone's names in my illustrious, and Dave's really gonna love this. Actually, both of you guys are really gonna love this. My New York Jets. Uh, hat from my <laughs> as the fellows are both both burning a hole in me over the virtual call here. Uh, shout, shout out to the Jets making me spend fifty dollars on a waiver pickup this week. <laughs> Joe Flacco, my boy, I met him. Kidding, I didn't. He made eye contact with me and then he gave me a dirty look. So fuck you, Joe Flacco. Um, anyways, moving along here. Who's drafting first? So we're gonna do a snake order draft. So basically, first whoever gets first pick can pick whatever film. We're gonna go second, third, fourth, and then that fourth pick overall begins the second round with the fifth pick. Now, going first. The suspense is killing me, fellas. All right, here we go. Okay, crumpled up. You guys will see. Starting first, Mr. DG. There you Dave go. Gonzalez. That's what I like to see. <laughs> All right. I going second. Think- JC. I was right, hoping Elmer. I got the four. Yeah, it's either Elmer. one or four that you want here, I think. Helmer. Helmer's going to end up with And myself. Let's see who has got the second one. Alex Helmer. Okay. So I'm drafting fourth. All right. All right. Okay. So Dave, JC, Alex, then I are going to do one, two, three, four, and then I will begin the second round. KM right there. Okay. David, you have 30 seconds on the clock, sir. A little bit faster than a time. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 We're going to time this. (laughs) There's no farting around here. No, I was going to filibuster for about <laughs> for about a minute. Now, after you made your pick, hold on. After you made your pick, we're going to have a slight conversation about our picks and so on and so forth. So there's a little bit of downtime. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. So okay. I don't I don't need thirty seconds. All so right. um, that's what she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely <laughs> said that. Um, so I'm going to start with uh, in the 1980s. Uh, I'm going to start with my favorite uh, comedy. Uh, my favorite time travel movie, a movie that um, I've had to debate people whether it's a comedy or not, but (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going with Back to the Future. Well done. Well, I actually thought it was a different movie for sure. Robert Zemeckis. Because the amount of times I've seen him argue about Back to the Future being a comedy, I knew knew exactly what it was when he said the 80s. 
Hold on, what other people argue about? What what other people think? So on my pod on my podcast, we were doing a comedy draft, just a general comedy draft of different types, like uh, action comedy, horror comedy, blah blah blah. And one of my get one of my co-hosts, uh, shout out to Leo, mm-hmm. he uh, argued with me that Back to the Future was not a comedy. So I literally had to go to like every single outlet to prove that it's a comedy. <laughs> He's like, it, I, I, like, it's not a teen raunchy comedy, but it is, it's definitely a comedy. Like about mm-hmm. everything Christopher Lloyd says in that movie is hilarious to me. Agreed. But yeah, Back to the Future is actually my number four favorite film of all time. So I wow. absolutely adore this film. Number, se- number seven, number seven for me. Yeah, I absolutely Learning adore this new film. About these um, New York boys. Two, well, two of my favorite comedic performances of all time with Michael J. Fox and and Christopher Lloyd, and especially the fact that it's what's more impressive about that film is what Michael J. Fox had to go through to make this movie. Essentially, shooting. Um, his Family's TV eyes. show, Family's Eyes, and then at night shooting Back to the Future and then going back to shooting Family's Eyes. A guy barely slept. So, uh, yeah. And the best use of the DeLorean of all time. Back to the Future, man. My number one pick. Love that movie. Right out of the gate. God damn. Okay. Canada. I thought he was going to pick the uh, 1979 comedy Time After Time because that was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie so much. That movie I'm not sure great. if getting me any votes. Oh, God. Oh, God. This is going to be a long one when Helmer picks. Uh- you, know, you know what's bad when, like, I'm looking at 70s and it's a mad, mad, bad world is on my list? Oh, look. <laughs> no, that's 1963. That's 1960s. Yeah, I was about to yeah, say. I couldn't even do that one. Yeah. I was like, oh, is there a 70s remake? JC, you're up on the clock. All right. Well, I'm doing 70s because like me and Dave were talking about it. It's literally the hardest one, and I'm going to do Animal House because it's my favorite 70s comedy. Whoa! Okay, good, 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 good. You didn't take mine. Like, I, I have like no, two I, options here. I, I knew I was safe because I, I know you weren't big on it when you when you saw it. Yeah, it's good. It, uh, second second watch was a little bit better than the first, but I've been to frat houses. There's no frat houses like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Homer. So I'm going to go with my 1990s pick first. I'm going to go with one of my favorite pure comedies, Dazed and Confused, one of my favorite coming-of-age movies. Danny Homer, that was was in my short list. Oh, yes, one snipe. There we go. My day's been made. But um, I remember when I saw Dazed and Confused, I was just looking for that type of of coming-of-age movies, especially because I'm not a huge fan of modern coming-of-age movies in which Mm. kind of manufactured dramas are a big part of why I don't like modern coming of age movies, you know, stuff that I didn't really grow up with, you know, when I was in high school and still growing up in college, you know, stuff that to me seems over dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, but Dazed and Confused, I really love just because it's a hangout movie, right? It's just a bunch, it's no plot. There's no story. It's yeah, just a bunch of kids doing over. random shit. Um, mm-hmm. And I, that's, I think, more akin to my high school experience and to a lot of people's. So Mm-hmm. And it's so every line in that movie, it, obviously you have Matthew McConaughey's all right, all right, all right. But you have so many others. You have Ben Affleck. You have so many people who are just uh, so, so funny. So many, so memorable in that movie. So, yeah. Awesome. Gotta keep living L-I-V-I-N, mm. baby. Okay. Wow. All right. So ooh, some heavy hitters here to start. Okay. 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 The seventies, JC, you make a good point. That's a tough, uh, a tough decade. They had to get that out of the way. What's that? I had to get it out of the way because there was literally like only like three that I would really feel comfortable picking. So I'm like, let me get it out of the way real quick. Yeah. Well, um, you've put me in a predicament here, gentlemen. So I'm gonna go with 
my fourth pick here, my first pick from the fourth overall. I got to go with what I, I feel in my heart of hearts is, is, is the movie and the comedy that represents my teenagehood into my 20s. And that's Wedding Crashers. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That was Wedding Crashers. Room, but, I, is... but I know David's big on it. crashers dave is just visibly angry folks uh is my favorite comedy of all time the memories the laughs it still holds up 15 well i know 16 or 17 years later i saw like two weeks well i got i gotta ask her what's your favorite vince vaughn is a star of this movie in my opinion what is your favorite vince vaughnism in this movie favorite vince vaughn oh god um the staircase (laughs) where him and the motorboat or when they get into the argument at the wedding the first the clearing wedding oh my god yes that was my first asian and the whole room goes quiet i don't think i've ever like come close to spitting my drink out in a theater and then when i first saw that and i again you said vaughn and walk-in walk-in anything that comes out of his mouth kills me during this movie so that, yeah, wedding crashers. Wedding crashers is. I got to go with that. Just I got to trust my gut. I knew one of you guys was going to take it, um, and that takes two thousands off the board years. for me. Yeah, now same. I got to go with uh, my hometown boy. Okay, I said two thousands. Now I'm I'm backtracking ten years, and I'm going Mr. Jim Carrey and Dumb and Dumber. Fuck you, Helm. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I got tight. That was that was like literally one of my least. yeah. Watch your Fuck words you, there. <laughs> I echo that sentiment. Thanks, man. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. It's only gotten Damn. funnier with age, man. Uh, I think still my favorite. It's funny. Wedding Crash is my favorite comedy of all time. Uh, but Dumb and Dumber has single-handedly the funniest. Like, I'll watch it if I'm having a bad day. The hot peppers and the, the ketchup and mustard bottle easily still brings me to tears after all of these years. So I'm going Dumb and Dumber in the 90s. And now we turn that snake draft around. And Mr. Helmer, we're going to you, buddy. You got the sixth overall pick. Round two. Real, quick, real quickly, Kurt, do you remember the glove scene from Dumb and Dumber? It's my personal, it's my personal favorite. <laughs> so, so good. Your, your hands were freezing. Oh, just take my extra pair of gloves. Um, so I'm going to go with my pick for 1970s, get it out of the way. I have two big ones that weren't picked yet. Time After Time was on my shortlist because that movie is a hidden gem. If you ever want to see Jack the Ripper, it's a 1970s hippie, go ahead and watch that movie. Quick plug. Um, But I'm going to go with kind of a niche pick, but Paper Moon is actually my favorite 1970s comedy. Another coming of age movie, actually. Um, but it's one that really connects to me. Ryan and Tatum O'Neill is great as the father, uh, father-daughter duo like they are in real life. And every th- all their conversations feel so fun and authentic. They're so witty, like they're so quick and back and forth. And uh, Peter Bogdanovich is he's one of my favorite directors. And uh, yeah, I just think it's one of the I, I, slim pickings in the 1970s, yeah. but it's definitely one that I really go back to often. It's really rewatchable. And I would watch that movie, you know, once a day if I could. Really, Peter Bogdanovich, uh, sadly passed away earlier. Yeah, this that's, year. My, that's my favorite Bogdanovich. January 6th of this year, rest uh, God rest his soul. Last picture show, Oof. Mm. man. That guy, this guy's resume in the 70s was killer, right? Eh? Oh yeah, Lord. last picture show, Paper Moon. What's up, Doc? So good pick, buddy. Good pick. So Caught me off guard there. I wasn't expecting that. All right, <laughs> so JC, you're up. All right, 
So similar to what you said earlier, I'm gonna go with 2020s next because we don't even have like three years to wow. pick. Oh, this is interesting. Wow. I wanna hear you. David might get mad because I know we both love this movie, and I'm gonna go with Palm Springs, which motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Honestly, high. after Groundhog Day, the best use of the time in my opinion. Like it's an overused thing, but it felt so fresh in that movie and adding Sam Bergen because Dina Milani is just so good. So are so good. Pick like the King of Staten Island or some bullshit <laughs> like that. It wasn't it wasn't the list, but Palm Springs is more loved. I'm like, if I pick King of Staten Island, it's similar to to the whole Annie Hall, Woody Allen stuff, it wouldn't get me any votes. People hate mm-hmm. Pete Davidson. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'm going to win here, Dave. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Davey's got right. two up. All right, cool. So uh, in the 2000s, mm-hmm. I am going to go with probably my favorite traditional comedy since Wedding Crashers. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, How Every Man Wants Their Bachelor Party Weekend to Go. I'm going with the hangover. The hangover. <laughs> that Todd Phillips, the hangover. That movie to this day has has aged like fine wine. Yes, some of the jokes are, you know, they wouldn't care. work today. They're <laughs> so damn funny. Yeah. And Zach Galifianakis gives one of the best comedic performances of the 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, the last like 20 something years. He is it's hilarious crazy. in that movie. There's yeah. Skittles you in went, there. You went, you went Kurt literally <laughs> took my two favorite comedies of the 2000s. Uh, it was my one. number two. It was my number so two. So Mike, I have three. So now that I have my, my 2000s, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if, I don't know if Helmer is going to take it, but you mm. had my number one, mm. then Hangover, then I had Superbad. Superbad Ooh. still on the board. So still on the board. I had a different number three. We'll talk about it after. We'll talk yep. about it after. So all right. But so you got another easy. pick coming up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, but yeah, yeah. I, uh, to finish off, yeah, I, I'd love the hangover. It's still hilarious all this time later. And actually, though, I would say the last traditional comedy to actually win the globe yeah. for picture for comedy. Exactly. Yep. So shout out to that. All righty. So now here we go. So I was going to go with Dark Horse and just argue, but I don't want to argue yet. I'm going to save my <laughs> argument for later. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to go with the 70s and I'm going to go with, let's see, this is, do I go there? Or do I go here? Hmm. I'm going to go with Young Frankenstein. Oh. Uh, good for you. Now, I got an argument. Well, not an argument. I have a question for you, fellas. Is this Brooks's best movie? Yes. Yes. 100%. Yes. Yeah. 100%. I'm so over. I'm it's so over, by yeah. default because I think it's okay, but I don't like any of his other movies. So I only like two of his movies this one in Spaceballs. And I think this is mm. so superior to Space. Gene Wilder is just on another level in this movie. He's so damn good in this movie. So you oh, you only like two of his films? Did yeah. I just hear that correctly? Yeah. I, I like a lot of his stuff. Wow. I know JC's bigger than on him than I am. Yeah. I, like, love, I love Men in Tights. I love Blazing Saddles. Men in Tights kills me. And Bla- this is what I was getting to because this might be my 70s pick. I got something else in my sleeve. Blazing Saddles is, I think, an all-timer. It, it still, although it's, we'll say a little bit politically incorrect now, like it's the shit said in there that you can't get away with now in a comedy. I still think that, again, that's like in that like pantheon of like greatest comedies of all time. So Animal House, I think, deserves to be in that conversation too. Thoughts, Jason? You picked it. You're up. All right. I'm going Dark Horse, mm. and oh, yes, I got to be true game. to myself, mm. and I got to go with Fright Night, you know? Oh, my God. 
That's my my favorite vampire movie. Yeah. His dinner was in the oven. I'm gonna I'm gonna argue this one. Okay, we got a debate. Challenge. There's a challenge from Mr. Helmer. Mr. Gonzalez. Okay. I didn't challenge. I've never seen the movie. I was just mimicking you, so I'm not gonna waste my challenge on this. So I think. So, I think this we're talking about the original or the remake. The original. The Sarandon. Okay. So I feel like that's more supernatural horror than comedy. I don't really think that there's a lot of funny aspects in the movie. Like we have dark horses, like when we talk about unintentional funny, I look at like something like The Room. Like that's a drama, <laughs> oh, but yeah, it's that's, that's, literally I a comedy. Like the, okay. So th- that's where I'm at, but I don't know. It has to be, I guess, okay. a unanimous so that, so that I'm So then I'm going to go with Scream. Oh! Oh wow! Okay, well, I'm gonna challenge there because oh, another challenge. Oh my god, <laughs> Scream is, is widely considered to be a comedy by most okay. people. It's supposed it's considered to be the premier kind it, of horror a, comedy. It's a, it's a satirical take on on the horror genre. Like, yeah, satires but, are normally comedies. Yeah, I don't think Scream is a comedy, but I. <laughs> so, JC, did you rescind your Fright Night and put Scream in? Yeah, I mean, Scream has. I have a better Fair. argument with Scream being a horror movie than Friday. You do, you do. Fair. Yeah, man. Okay, I, I will accept that pick. What a great! I did not see that coming. Brilliant pick, man. I, I I agree with Helmer. I think that it's like that satirical horror comedy. I would like to think that Get Out's in the exact same kind of realm as it. Yeah, for sure. To an extent, I mean, it's got its funny, funny moments and so on and so forth. Oh, oh wait! I actually, I, I spaced out for a second. I accidentally challenged on the basis that it wasn't horror; <laughs> it was more comedy. And then I, I realized, wait a second, that that is not what this draft is all about. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to win oh, that man. argument too. And hey, curse like, horror comedy! I'm arguing for him. Never it's mind. a horror comedy. Yeah, Helmer with the eleventh pick in the third round. All right, so I'm going to go 2000s here. And I know it's not Dave's number three because he said he didn't like this movie. He's like the one person on earth that doesn't like it. Oh, this movie I'm going to go with one of the most iconic comedies Step Brothers. The great Step Brothers. One of the best. Oh, my God, this man, this this grumpy old man. I've never not dad, And then he doesn't know how to laugh anymore. That movie is so bad. All right. Dave, don't put your balls on my drum set. Go okay, for it. just Go relax. For okay, it. just relax. I actually met Richard Jenkins, probably the nicest celebrity I've ever met in my life. Oh Who? no, he's him and Mary Steenburgen. Are go beyond like they, prestige go worldwide, beyond, baby. They are prestige worldwide, boats and hose. You got like I mentioned, mentioned the drum set. You have so so many. Oh, and Adam Scott in that movie. Basically, I think that's my favorite. Like cinematic Adam Scott performance. He's so mm-hmm. so oh, funny. Sure. Not to mention cool. Catherine Hahn as well. It's ensemble is so good. It's it's. I feel like it's the <laughs> pinnacle of raunchy comedies, especially in the two thousands. Kurt's the only one that heard that. <laughs> And yeah, that's when I realized that. So here's here's. Like I'm not going to argue that it's a great pick. I I, I thoroughly enjoy Step Brothers. That last twenty <laughs> minutes is just unbearable, um, like unbearable. What's a better film, Anchorman or Step Brothers? Oh, Anchorman. I by like, like but by like Anchorman. I, that, that's by like that's New York to California yeah. travel. That's how fucking <laughs> much Santiago. Yeah, Santiago. 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 <laughs> vagina. So, I believe. 
Interesting pick. Okay, Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Helmer takes Step Brothers with his 2000s pick. So, fellas, we've come down to the last or the, the last pick with me with the third round here. Okay. And then we're going to do a little recap for all the listeners. And we're going to take a short break. Now, I'm going to um I'm going to go got a few left. We got the 2020s on my end, the 2010s. A lot of good picks in the 2010s, but I'm going to go with the 70s here. And I'm only going to go with the 70s I think because you're running out of picks. <laughs> I know. I don't think that JC. I know. I sorry. I don't think Helmer's. Wait, Helmer's. You got. Oh, you guys all have seventy. Yeah, you're Holy the shit, only one. Never mind. All right. Well, I mean, just going with the seventies then, just because I, I feel like it. I'm gonna go with what I deem to be the best sports movie or sports comedy of all time. I already know what you're going with. And that is uh, Slapshot. Sorry, Mr. Paul Newman. All right. <laughs> I think it. It, it's funnier now than it was to me when I was a kid. And I now understand why my dad thought it was the greatest film of all time, <laughs> but um, the chaos of it, the fucking delivery Newman's got his leading man shoes on and he's absolutely dynamite in it. And the comedy holds up the comedy really, really holds up. I find, I think that it's one of George Roy Hill's better films, if not his best film. Um, I prefer him over this thing. You what's that? I prefer over this thing. <laughs> You prefer this over The Sting? No, The Sting is a better movie, but if, if you was to tell me which movie I would rather watch on any given day, I, w- I would have more fun with, this, with Slapshot. Yeah. Helmer, as you choke on your spit and disbelief, would you like to try <laughs> you, 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 no, you, I'm surprised that Helmer didn't pick that. Yeah, yeah I I, you, I'm not going to get a chance to pick a Paul Newman movie today. It's really depressing, you but just, Kurt just is my cream. proxy. You, you can make an <laughs> argument for, for the color of money. No, you just creamed uh, Helmer's knickers by just I saying did. the name Paul Newman. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> He's got um, my vote. All right, we're gonna take a short break before we start round four. And we're back, folks. We have concluded round three. Uh, and man, we got some heavy hitters already drafted here. Uh, Dave's got three picks, Mark's got three picks, Helmer's got three, I got three coming up on my fourth year. Um, and still a lot of movies on the board, though, and a lot of decades on the board for particular people, and some overlap uh, as well, as only one Dark Horse pick has been drafted. So, only one, is only one genre complete, right? 70s? 70s, yeah. Everybody's got a 70s, yeah. Which one you after? Yeah. So, I, I didn't expect that decade to go quick. I expected the 90s to go quick. So, yeah, you guys are kind of surprised. It's full of so many stuff. That's why I haven't even picked yeah. yet. Yeah. So I'm going to go uh, with now to begin round four with the 13th pick. I'm going to go with. I got to go 2010s. I'm, 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 I'm appealing to the masses here, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> although not my favorite comedy of the 2010s, I think it has the most rewatchability. And that is Deadpool. Mr. Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Yeah, can't even argue that. That's a very good pick. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. That, that was, I, I, was, there was, was a little, was a little bit of an awkward silence, and I got a little scared there. I was expecting you guys <laughs> to take I thought they were going to challenge you. No, no, I can't. I can't. It's definitely a comedy. I'm not. <laughs> I like Deadpool one more than Deadpool two, but same, same. Um, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's a, it, Deadpool one is definitely a comedy. Yeah. And happy International Women's Day to everybody out there. Move along, Helmer. Fourteen pick. All right, so my pick is a bit of an interactive experience. Oh. I did my wild card. I'm going to do my wild card, my dark horse here. Kurt, I've just DM'd you something that I'd like you to say on the podcast right now. Okay. Right now. Ladies and gentlemen, as I commentate said pick, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Attention, whoever you are, this channel is reserved for emergency calls only. 
No fucking shit, lady. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? I'm going with Die Hard. One of the best comedies of all time. And it's not even considered a comedy on any website you go to. It's exclusively considered an action movie, even a thriller on some sites. Mm. Die Hard has some of the best one line. All of the lines you know from the movie are comedic lines, right? And we still don't consider it a comedy. Throwing that the red, movie who's throwing the, the red flag first? Throw the red flag. Do it. Do it. I've done my research. <laughs> it's not considered a comedy. Nor is Die Hard 2, Die Hard 3, Live Free or Die Hard. None of them. And it is, you cannot deny the rewatchability and the pure amazingness of every single line that Bruce Willis so, is just, you know, he's just a regular, John McClane is just a regular cop. You know, he's just like all, go, he's just like any one of us and he gets trapped. So in go, go for his head, David, David so, throws up the right, red card. So red flag is right away. So this category, <laughs> you're right. You're a hundred percent right. Yeah. There are lines that are meant to be funny that are funny, but specifically in this category it's it's said it's unintentionally funny or a horror comedy die hard does not fit into either of those criteria i would say it is unintentionally funny a lot of but no, your, your, those, your those argument lines, were men. but your argument men. was so. your That's argument was that the laughs were purposely there so it's the not laugh, unintentional the laughs were purposely there but they're not spoon feeding us direct comedic lines that were supposed that are supposed to be funny we laugh at them because they're situationally funny Kurt, you're the boss here oh good <laughs> arguments uh from both sides i feel like a mediator at a presidential uh election <laughs> right now um, <laughs> the red versus the blue um, it doesn't fit the two criteria yeah wow this is tough this is tough this is the this is the hardest call i'm gonna have to make tonight um in own I even made an experience. I'm two, just following two, your rules. That's two, I, I have. And the only reason I'm, I, I said and the rules at the beginning of the draft, gentlemen, was uh, if two out of the three uh, throw up the red flags and have an argument, Merck obviously being one and Dave here. Um, well, Dave sad, has already, didn't Dave already lose his challenge or he gained it? He, no, he I won my it. challenge. He, won it. He, he, won. <laughs> he, uh, he switched his movie. Uh, we're going to throw the red flag up and, and I'm going to have to agree. Uh, we're going to take Die Hard off the board. Do you have another Dark Horse pick, sir? Or would you like I'll, to? I'll another? save my Dark Horse. I'll okay. Go to a different okay. Category. All right. All right. The mood is tense here in the fourth. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. God, man. <laughs> Alex, you oh, still well. have a pick on the board. All right. So I'm going to go with also one of my favorite comedies. It's going to be a horror comedy, too. I'm going to go with An American Wolf in London, one of my favorite all-time horror movies, one of my favorite comedies. This first 80, 1980s. Specifically. 80s. Okay. 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 Um, American yeah. Wolf in London is absolutely hilarious. I agree. It is just, again, like I mentioned with Die Hard, fish out of water scenario. Same goes for American Wolf in London. And it's it has British humor combined with a lot of American humor as well, which, uh, you know, it's um, John Landis, but it's also set in the UK. Mm -hmm. which is a great combination for me and you know horror elements aside because that's not what we're talking about here mm -hmm. it is just an incredibly funny movie Gabriel, uh, Gabriel Byrne who plays the friend in the movie I don't want to spoil what happens to him um but it you is Griffin Dunn oh fuck why did I say Gabriel yeah, Byrne fucking like, Griffin Dunn I'm, I'm like, sorry I'm like, yeah 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 I'm, like, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, like, yeah, Byrne, I'm sorry I'm Griffin Dunn <laughs> uh long day folks Griffin Dunn is phenomenal in the movie his role in it after you after something happens to him and you think how are they going to incorporate this guy more into the movie? And then you realize, and you're like, oh, that's fucking that's, 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 that's when it's more funnier. Yeah. I think so. I agree. And there's a scene in a movie theater that I will not spoil that mm -hmm. is brilliant. That's all I will say. So, awesome. yeah. 
Good pick, buddy. Good pick. I have to admit, you surprised me a few times already today. Paper Moon and now this. Surprising picks. Good man. Yeah. Good man, Alex. You're a good man. So, Mark, with the. All right. 50- gotta, since my wife is in the room, I got to pick this one for her in the 2010s. I'm going to go with probably go. her favorite comedy, Bright wow, Face. <laughs> what has it? I mean, I mean, yeah, like, I mean, being married to her, I mean, been with her for six years, like, the amount of times I've watched that movie in the thing. I mean, I love the movie, but <laughs> when it comes to her, it's like, it's like, oh, any, like this time I got to tell, like, you know, babe, we literally saw that like two months ago. Like, come on, like, <laughs> let's watch something else. No, but like, I love, I love his, his Paul Fike's best movie is, I mean, Melissa, that's the, Melissa McCarthy's um, nominations to me is like the definition of what I love it over supporting mm-hmm. actors nominations is somebody who steals the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, it's funny because I was looking at like the 2000s and then kind of the ble- bleeding into the 2010s. I don't know who I was having a conversation with. One of you guys about this the other day. And like from 2005 to 2010, I'd say uh, you've got five really, really good years of comedies. And I think it really starts with like four-year-old virgin and then wedding crashers, 2006. Uh, help me out here, gentlemen. I'm brain dead. Uh, what do we got that comes out in 2006? 2007. Yeah. We have yeah. super bad. 2007 super bad 2008 2008 Marshall, pineapple express pineapple we're, we're gonna start marshall and then 2009 the hangover hangover yeah and then 2010 man i think really again like just bolsters that like importance of that r-rated comedy that's a big sensational hit because there are people still who haven't seen this movie who will like watch like friends of mine They're like never seen bridesmaids i'm like you gotta watch it this is still one of the funniest movies in the last 15 to 20 years i think so good pick man really good pick so thoughts on uh bridesmaids uh, uh how are you awfully uh, quiet it's 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 okay big fan big fan it's okay it's grown on me yeah you. because similar that's one of my wife's favorite films too uh, so she i so watch it relate. often with her yeah <laughs> Um, Most McCarthy is amazing in it. I, I definitely. Yeah, agree. I don't like her in that. Uh, uh, Do you have a thing against Paul Feig? <laughs> Dave, you got a thing against Paul Feig, don't you? No, I like Paul Feig. Do you? I like Spy. Do you? I yeah, I've I never like thought in a million years would yeah, say. Yeah, I like Spy. I was you shocked. like Spy? I was shocked. I'm Spy shocked that I like Jason Spy. Jason Statham is amazing. Jason, in that movie. Yeah, Jason Statham is so funny in that movie. Mm. Um, Jude Law's in it, right? He's really good too. Yeah, yeah he's. Yeah, yeah, Jude Law. quote unquote reveal of villain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's predictable, but yeah. In fact, I was gonna say it's pretty predictable from the first like, five <laughs> to six minutes, and it's like he dies. Okay, all right. Like, come on, I've seen enough James Bond movies. Uh, Dave, finish off. Uh, yeah, us, I'm gonna go with the 2020s, and I'm gonna draft the Banshees of Inisherin. <laughs> <laughs> A movie he's never really seen yet. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> Kurt, can you tell the folks at home what I asked you before we started this podcast, man? I gotta catch my breath. Hold on. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I don't. I have not seen the movie, so I'm just trolling Elmer <laughs> really hard. Really yeah, you the best deadpan looking to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he, uh, he planned it out. He. I did it well. I did it well. Yeah. Oh God. You're killing me today. Oh um, right. no! In, in, in all honesty, so I've been kind of going through some different ideas for the 2010s and like what i want to pick and i do think it's a comedy is uh eighth grade that's what i want to pick for 2010s great movie um 
I don't think that'll get me a lot of votes, okay. but I just wanted to shout that out that I love that movie. Um, so I'm also was thinking of Easy A as another one that I that I may go with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Classic, but I'm going to go with uh, a different movie, a movie starring two, one Academy Award winner <laughs> and his sidekick is an Academy Award nominee. Really? And it's directed by the same man who directed Iron Man 3. Oh, oh, wow. uh, oh, my man. man. I'm going to go with the nice guys. Oh, that was, that, that was my second. That was my second choice uh, after Bridesmaids. Oh, um, like wow. Bridesmaids would give me more love. Dare I say Ryan Gosling's close to his best performance outside of Drive is probably my favorite. Performance. Oh, you can dare better you than Drive. Dare. Gosling. Oh, I can't go that far. Drive is my thing. Drive is my shit. Man, bro, no, he's I, not a he's not he's not a he's not a trained comedic actor, and, and yeah. the amount of laughs he delivers in that movie, that script should have been nominated for best original screenplay. I love that movie. Thousand percent agree with you. Thousand percent. It I, is so not gonna say criminally underrated because everybody loves it, but he makes that film and the the comedy timing that that guy has. All I'm itching to see is him in more roles like that. Like it's interesting. That's and, why and I'm like, interested I, about Barbie. Because I think he's going to be absolutely phenomenal. I think he's going to be hilarious. And that's what, like, I agree with you guys. Like, yeah. listen, I'm not, I don't hate mm-hmm. the gray man. It's mm-hmm. aggressively mediocre. We'll mm-hmm. leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, I wish that we could have gotten Ryan Gosling doing something a little different. Like, mm-hmm. something, like, look at, look how good he is in this movie. And I think it blends comedy and action so well. Mm-hmm. I think. And, yeah, so, Nice Guys is awesome. Nice uh, pick. I'm, good pick. I, I, I think I, that's a great pick. Um. Did you have any idea where I was going, JC? I saw your like your curiosity. No, no, wait, wait. When you when you when you said the his sidekick is asking how many I knew, it was, I had a feeling it might be the nice guys. Now it gets hard. That's what oh. she said. <laughs> oh, are we okay there, Hal? No, sorry. I was just looking for a movie and I found a good one. You know, you know how it is during these drafts. <laughs> All right, so starting the fifth round. I'm thinking the 19. Do we go to the night? Yes, because I only have the 90s yeah. and 2020 yeah, I still got, I still got three dark horse yeah all right so the 90s i think i mean oh, i think i'm gonna hold off you can, you can still 90s. hold off on the 90s the 90s has had a lot of great comedies because i kind of want to okay uh dark horse i have a mm-hmm. question oh okay and as long as it's unintentionally funny we can use it right yeah. yeah, but like I'm again, like if you wanted to choose something, let me rephrase. Sorry, there I mean, might have been one thing I didn't make clear. If you have a film that is, let's say, just another genre, perhaps that again would be still kind of categorized again, as we've talked about, like get out a, a horror comedy. Um, Jake Mark, throw me another example here. It doesn't have to be a horror comedy, think of something along the lines of like, um, like even a dramedy. Anybody throw any ideas out there for me? So yeah, it's kind of a funny story. It deals with oh, like mental issues, but it's, mm-hmm. it has a lot of comedy in it, too, in my opinion. What? It's kind of a funny story, though. One about what, what, oh, Robert. sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were gonna tell me a story, and I was like, okay, get fucking good. No, 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 no. Uh-huh. It's like that, that deals that deals with a lot of like you know like serious issues, like so it's like suicide yeah. and stuff like that. But it yeah. it makes it in a funny way yeah. or like, on the kind of on the kind of three. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, well said. Well said. Actually. Dave? Alrighty, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the 2020s, actually. So okay. there's not a lot to pick from here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to go with Licorice Pizza, but I know that movie is insanely divisive, so I'm not gonna touch that right now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go with, with it. What happened? 
That's why they didn't go with it. That, that was one of my top three picks. So I'm going to go with probably one of my favorite comedies of this year, and that's The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Ooh, wow. Okay. All right. Solid Nicolas Cage performance. The uh, JC, you, you made... You agree or you disagree? That stuff is great. No, no, okay, I, was like, you know I, I don't want to. Good. I don't want to be understated. Helmer's here. He doesn't. <laughs> like, he, he doesn't like my five star reviews. So I'm gonna try to keep my. You that movie five star? Holy no, no, no! I gave it four. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I gave it four. four, I four out of five. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh really? So you're gonna love it, bro. You're gonna love it. Like okay. no doubt in my mind, you're gonna love okay. it. Okay. Action junkie like me, like you're gonna love the the callbacks. All right. There's a scene. I'm not gonna spoil like too much of it. But all I'll say is there's a scene with a wall that you okay. see in the trailer, but it's actually funnier in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, get the, okay. well, you get the full context. But yeah, unbearable way to master talent. Love that movie. And I think mm. uh, with the 2020 still being so small, yeah. probably the best option for me there. So yeah, I'm good with that. Good call. Mark? All right. In 2000s, I'm going to go with Malibu's Most Wanted. I am I am fucking kidding. I, I'm kidding. I, I just I was I was hoping that they said some funny shit. Uh, I think Helmer's eyes almost jumped out of his head because uh, he doesn't I don't think he's is. ever heard of that movie. I was just wondering. Wow, I, I, I needed to check letterboxes. I was no, wondering. But if I, I do, I do consider I do that like movie funny. Movie. Like the movie, but but no, I don't know. You almost nah, brought out um, Pacino, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um, I'm gonna slap the bass and I'm gonna go with I love you, man. Yeah. Oh, that was one of the I other fucking, comedies I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking love that movie. It yeah. came on my birthday in, in 09. Like, Paul Rudd is so money in that movie. And then him and Jason Segel, like, the, that's probably the best chemistry in all the movies they meet together. I haven't seen that in a while. What a great, really good movie, actually. I don't remember much of I Love You. I, I, can't, I, can't, believe, I, can't, believe, I can't believe that's the guy that ended up doing Me Time this year. Did he? Wait, Nicholas Stoller? No, Nicholas Stoller, it was John Hamburg, whatever his name is. Oh, right, no, right, right. Sorry, Nicholas I'm thinking Stoller, of Nicholas Stoller was forgetting. I mean, it's okay. Like, the, all those all those Capital directors, they blend together. Yeah. So that is an understandable mistake. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of Bros. Stoller's got Bros coming out next weekend, folks. Yeah, Which is also why we're doing this done. podcast, by the way. I should have really prefaced this whole that. thing, by the way. <laughs> it's the first big, first big studio comedy to hit theaters in a very long time. Bros, which stars Billy Eichner, comes out next week, and that's why and we're Homer, doing you this. Saw that, you saw that tip, right? It's a great movie. It's yeah, great. It's, it was surprisingly really, really funny. It's raunchy yeah, too. Like, <laughs> like, and the best part about it is that Billy Eichner is not afraid to make fun of anyone. Like, mm-hmm. you think like oh, because nah. it's the, like it's a, yeah, no, you think it like like <laughs> I was thinking it was like maybe it's a diverse rom com. Maybe mm-hmm. it might not. It would be afraid to push some buttons, mm-hmm. but it really like goes after everyone in like the best way possible. It's a really, really good movie. Cool. Helmer, you're up, buddy. You're on the clock. Great. I'm going to go with this one is definitely, definitely an unintentional comedy. I didn't, again, I did not, I did not uh, understand the rules of my last pick. So I'm going to do it this time. All right. I'm going to start out with a quote again, but this time I'll extend my uh, acting chops to say it. Let me ask you something, Rocky. Man to man. I think she's the fuck of the century. What do you think? I'm going with one of my Basic favorite movies of all time, Basic Instinct, as my dark horse. What? Okay, okay, yeah, that's good. That's definitely dark horse pick. I give it to him. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you it, that. Yeah, you are gonna give it to me because it's damn true, and you know it is. I'll give you that. Basic Instinct. Like it. I don't like I, it, but it's it's. I'll give you that. 
you know you cannot be an erotic, you cannot call yourself an erotic thriller fan and if you do not enjoy basic instinct basic instinct is one of those movies where i can say it is so fucking sexy and so hot that it is funny and i think everyone can agree about that i think uh sharon stone's performance is one that again is so hot that you can't help but you know laugh and smile every time she's on screen because every time she says something you're like that's that's we got to take a couple steps back there you know and uh i agree 1000 percent. the only the only i don't have a kickback at all the only question i have for you helmer and i know you can't you you don't know paul and you're not friends with mr verhoven but i'd love to know why that movie's two hours and eight minutes it's two hours and eight minutes million percent as well as a comedy there's a lot of it's a it's a it's a murder mystery folks it's a it's a whodunit there's a lot of there's a lot of three it is it is and the mystery is very well constructed there are a lot of moving pieces a lot of different characters a lot of players within the mystery and you know it has levels i was surprised how much likes it i love it I am so too. much i've seen I it like too. three times shot so good you know and what's I, funny? I, i've said this before like sharon stone in that movie is the single like i think the hottest a, he- a human being has ever been like wow. real or not real i mean Bravo. i love the confidence helmer i've I, never I, seen I'm this very, movie, my friend i'm, I'm very really... i'm very confident well, great argument wow <laughs> yeah that's Holy a good one shit. okay wow Good pick, buddy. Good pick. <laughs> Dark Horse. So with my Dark Horse, I'm going to take Basic Instinct 2. There you go. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you wouldn't be wrong. <laughs> We're going to go completely <laughs> left field and um, never bring attention to that piece of shit movie ever again. Oh, it's my, my God. I actually, um, funny story before you, before you move on. So I saw Basic Instinct for the first time uh, during COVID. Oh, wow. And, okay. um, <laughs> I did not creep my knickers. Gotta gotta <laughs> start off with that. I thought it was good, but then I wanted to see the sequel because I'm a completist. And I told you not to. A little bit different, eh? I'd rather watch Helmer spit poetry about 80s horror for fucking two weeks and watch that movie ever. I've again. never actually seen the sequel. I should get to uh, it. Don't, don't bother. Is it don't so bother, bad man. it's good it's or just so, bad? No, it's bad. No, no, it's just, it is bad. It is not even nothing enjoyable about Interesting. it. Interesting. Nothing. Um, so let me ask you something. Do you for, prefer that or the sequel to American Psycho? The uh, uh, Ooh, Mila Kunis. None of the above. Mila Kunis one. Because those I are mean, both sequels to movies. You... Like I love both of those are like my top 100 of all time. And I've never Wait. seen the sequels to them. Oh, oh, okay. Never mind. I misinterpreted yeah. what you said. There. I prefer, <laughs> for a second. I prefer. No, I, I understood. I'm just surprised that he has basic Ginsburg in his top 100 of all time. Ooh. Yeah. Love <laughs> I prefer Carlito's way rise to power. And I'm just oh, going to say, no. Dave, Dave uh, sorry, this friends. is going back to Fatal Attraction. Or, I actually prefer Basic Instinct to Fatal Attraction by a Same. mile. No, by no, a no, mile, actually. No, a long mile. A I'll long be, mile, I'll man. be by myself on, like, the Step Brothers train here. I Fatal Attraction is, is a better made movie, but Basic Instinct is more fun. Yes. I, and That's the score to Basic Instinct is underrated as fuck. That score mm. is yeah. amazing. I'm surprised we have we haven't Beerhoven talked about Beerhoven as much in this draft, and I think we should soon. I think all of his movies can be Showgirls, baby. Comedy. Showgirls, yeah, man. I even think That's Total Recall it. can be considered. Have a you seen Showgirls, Helmer? My dad has been asking me to watch Showgirls, and I always have don't, to tell him, no, no, Dad. Don't, don't, Helmer, do not, do not Helmer, watch Showgirls with your father. Yeah, don't watch <laughs> it with your father. Watch Showgirls with but, your dad. But um, if you don't I, have I chest watch... hair, 
you're going to become a real man after Showgirls. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. My article in, on Real Talk about I, I know. It, David from Ultimate Movie Account. He like did a post about yeah. it recently. <laughs> he did I saw it today. Him. And you I brave had a soul. completely inappropriate comment typed out. And I was like, can't say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. And it's like for Kurt, my, for myself, hmm. Kurt, and, and, and JC, like knowing Saved by the Bell and seeing that movie a little bit after Saved, you're Ooh. like, what the fuck? Yep. That's just... another movie that Dave saw after me and him were cool. So the, the I was loving all the reactions I was getting, especially with the I, whole scene. I will say, I wish I saw Showgirls after Twin Peaks because mm. I would have probably just loved the movie because of comic lock. Let's don't watch Showgirls too. All right, moving along here. I'm gonna wrap up the fifth round. Um, I got okay. So, I, going with my dark horse pick and and again it's not it's not a comedy film and again i use the term dark horse very loosely this is the only wes anderson movie i like that he's ever made what it is fantastic mr fox a family film stop motion animation that is fucking hilarious still probably one of the funniest movies i've ever seen in my entire and i did not expect to see this film and i watched this oh helmer's on helmer's on this on his uh researching i've ne- i'd never seen a wes anderson film that i liked and i watched this movie with my daughter and like a week later repeat it just watched it on my own and it brings me to tears curious did, you, did your daughter like it did yeah but like, like she didn't really know what was going on she was more interested mm-hmm. in yeah, the, the idea of them actually getting to the supermarket and i'm <laughs> i'm laughing at like the nuances and like the, the small talk between like Clooney and Bill Murray, and then mm-hmm. Clooney and Jason uh, Schwartzman. So, am I allowed, fellas, to take that as my dark? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all fine right. with me. I don't cool. have a problem cool. with that. All right, at all. Helmer, do you have a problem with? Mm-hmm. We're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I already lost my challenge, anyways. Now, to get my sixth one in here, and we're gonna go with. Oh, oh shit, shit. Never mind, never mind, never mind. We got the 2020s and the 1980s left. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm, I'm going to reach out to the ladies and with my vote on this one. Oh. 1980s. Like I did with Basic Instinct. Exactly. <laughs> so when Harry met Sally. I think oh, the great essential romantic great comedy. I think everybody loves this. I never met one person who didn't like this film directed by Rob Reiner, Billy Crystal. Let me introduce you to him. <laughs> His name starts with an M, then a C, then a K. Then an I. <laughs> Who? Oh, who? Uh, I read, I read, yeah. You had him on your show, Curtis McNeil. McNeil, McNeil. Yo, McNeil, I gotta slap you on next time I see you. Okay, we got a serious problem now. He said some shit about some movies I love, but now we have a definite problem. Yeah, when Harry Met Sally is phenomenal. It right. feels impossible to dislike that movie, right? Right. In New York, you gotta go to Casdelli, Kurt. Yeah, buddy. I know, man. I, yo, I gotta meet up with you fellas next time I'm in New York. Another, another discussion for another episode of the show. Helmer, you're up. You're on the clock. For sure. Fifth round. So I'm going to save my 2020s pick. I'm going to go to 2010s. And I had a couple that I wanted to choose from, but I'm going to go for uh, The Wolf of Wall Street as my pick for 2010s oh, comedy. Oh, man. Very good pick. Didn't um, think I think, I think this think is Scorsese's funniest movie, in my opinion. And I think there are... It's, it's just so chaotic and so energetic. And there are so many different characters who bring different notes to the uh, to the comedy in it and i do think even though the way the movie starts with you know throwing midgets around as you know as, <laughs> as like <laughs> and it is it's you know what you're in for the moment the movie starts and 
I completely, completely loved it. It's one of my favorite movies ever. It's one of my favorite Scorsese movies. And Leo's best comedic performance, I think on Instagram, we see it all the time when mm. he's on drugs and he's mm. basically paralyzed. He can't move, he's to get into his car. Uh, Elmer, I'll counter you and just say, I think that's Leo's best performance. Ooh, best performance I, ever. I, 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 I would not. In my I, opinion, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I'm going to just end it there. We'll yeah, follow straight. Wolf of Wall Street. I didn't even think about it, and I'm kind of mad. I would have taken that. Yeah, Deadpool. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Oh. Mark, you're up. I, okay, I was going to go 90s, but with a different movie, but now that um, Helmer went with Wolf of Wall Street, I'm going to see if I could get away with this movie <laughs> and comedy, but you guys could see it. Absolutely not. No <laughs> way. It's, it's, Ladies it's, and gentlemen, no. listeners, let me just explain what... No way. What our man is... <laughs> It's the, it's the same as Wolf of Wall Street. It is a black comedy. Uh, Hold on. Uh, Pulp Alex Fiction. Wolf of Wall Street. I don't, uh, I don't I, know. I can't do that one. So Samuel, Samuel Jackson, everything he says in that movie is funny. When they so, shoot Marv, it's funny. I am, IMDb, <laughs> IMDb labels the Wolf of Wall Street as a comedy drama and then mm-hmm. labels Pulp Fiction as a crime drama. Whatever, I tried it. I, mean, I was gonna say true. you can't make Props it. For that. Props this is for the that. same argument that we had with the Die Hard, where it's like everything that comes out of somebody's mouth is hilarious, um, intentionally. But I tried it because it was a black comedy, like Wolf War. Fair, fair. I gave it a chance. <laughs> I think the All only. Right. But w- did you want that in in um in my dark horse screen? Oh, you already have your dark horse. Okay, you got it. Yeah. Okay, so um, what else? For nineties, I'm gonna go with Focus Focus. The pride, no. I mean, it wasn't my dark words. Um, 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 the price is wrong, Bob. <laughs> Happy Gilmore. Ah! Ah! I, I can't be mad at this right now because I took Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I can't I'm, be mad at this. I have to I, swallow this pill. I mean, what can be said about this movie? It's probably, in my opinion, a top five sports comedy. I concur. It's, it's your favorite uh, Adam Sandler comedy, right? Uh, yes, it is easily by a mile. Watched I rewatched Click the other day, by the way. Very fun movie. Wait, you like Click? I really like Click. Oh, I love Click. Me, me I, and I my wife that. have that thing with with with, 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 with the napkin forever and ever, babe. <laughs> I do not like Click, but I do love just go with it. So hopefully, I... <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> but you don't. Like it. <sighs> Oh man! I, I, I mean, they, I, they warned. They warned me the helmet was gonna have some funny. I love just go with it. I even I even went in, went ahead and called just go with it a throwback to old yeah. screwball comedies because yeah. it's so so underappreciated. I mean, I do like it, but Click is way better for me. In my opinion. I, I can't get into Click. I'm more of a bedtime stories guy. Oh, oh my god! Wow, <laughs> that one this episode of the pod is going day. downhill very. Oh my god! So hey, yeah, so you're on the clock, buddy. So thank you for picking uh, Happy Gilmore because it it makes me oh, feel wait. good about picking the 19 in my 90s pick, which is uh, my favorite sports film of all time. Um, it's not an Oscar winner. It it never. The Sandlot? Yes, the Sandlot is my the pick Sandlot. for the 90s. Uh, okay. just, it's a sports comedy. Uh, I think it's the perfect movie for a seven-year-old at the time. And I think everything mm-hmm. about that movie just worked beautifully. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I mean, it's 60 something percent on RT, but um, despite RT. the score, I think that movie's ha- impact is insane. 
and it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. It also shows the importance of friendship and when mm-hmm. the importance of just opening yourself up when you move to a new town and you're trying to meet new individuals. Yeah, that movie still slaps yeah. today. It's yeah. still unintentionally it's funny too when mm-hmm. you have the situations with like the beast because when you see the beast in mm-hmm. like the dream sequences, it's, it's hilarious. And Forever. Uh, and I want to give a special shout out to our boy Jack Renault, aka the Smalls. The smalls. <laughs> Fingers up for the smalls, baby. Killing me, smalls. <laughs> All right, and then I guess on my to finish turn, off, Dave. To finish, yeah, a, finish your team. All right, to finish my team, I am going to go with a movie that is absolutely unintentionally funny. Mm. It's a movie that tries to be serious. A movie that tries to sell toys. It's my number one guilty Ugh. pleasure. Oh, Batman and Robin. Batman <laughs> and Robin. Yeah. There's no that's way that's you know, not. I, that's how you know I know Dave's yep. good. I've never said like three or four of his things before him. It is the quintessential delight of mm-hmm. bad movies. Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, it, it never fails to be funny. The biggest unintentional comedy outside of the room, in my personal opinion. Yes, mm-hmm. Batman and Robin is my pick. Adore that movie. It's always a great time. So Dave takes the 1997 relic from Joel Schumacher that is Batman and Robin. No, no, no. I meant that in a nice way. I meant that in a nice way. But like, we don't see superhero movies like that anymore. So it warms my heart that you have such a soft spot. Let me ask you a question before we move on. Yeah. Thor, Love and Thunder or Batman and Robin? In terms of, what will you sit and watch and you think you'd have a better time watching? Batman and Robin. If you put it like that. Put it like that, yeah. Yeah. I could probably- I will kill the dinosaurs. The Ice Age! Yo, Arnold, Arnold probably, <laughs> probably came in his on himself when he read the scribble. The one greened his knickers in terms oh, yeah. of the, the one-liners. <laughs> TM Alexander. <laughs> it's like Arnold. Arnold, stop coming everywhere. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think that part of, was the most fun he ever had in a movie. And then he did. What did he do? End of days. Right after. End that. of days. Right after. Also a really fun movie. I dig that movie. So. I mean, I haven't seen that movie probably like in 20 years, so oh, I can't even remember. It's good. It's I good. know he was on SmackDown to promote it, and he had a WWF title belt. That's the only oh, thing yes. I remember. Oh, that, that's what he was promoting? Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah, I definitely remember when he, when he was like that, because that's when SmackDown had to start it. Yeah. Height of the Attitude Era. So, JC, you're up. Finish off your squad, buddy. All right, I'm going to finish off with my all-time favorite comedy. I will always have a soft spot for it. What? And it is coming to America. The royal penis is clean. Oh, <laughs> so, I'm actually I'm surprised you were able to hold it till till yeah. now. No, because I knew you weren't gonna take it, and mm-hmm. then you guys took yeah, yeah, yeah. 80s comedy is pretty early, except for Kerr, but I figured Kerr would pick like Porky's or some type of, <laughs> of John Hughes comedies before. What are you before insinuating, Mark? No, we have the same type of taste in comedies. I would have picked Porky's. Christmas Story also me. came out in the 80s. Let's calm down. Yeah, Christmas stories. Okay, we're gonna talk actually Christmas comedies. What I was actually gonna go with before I picked Harry Mantel, it was Christmas Vacation. That's my one. I know you love that movie. I love Christmas Vacation. So do I. So do I. Best National Lampoon movie. I will tell you, I'm not a father yet, but as an adult that runs a household with the now that I'm like a husband, I totally hit that movie hits so different now. And I'm like, I get it, Clark. I get it, Clark. I totally get you. People suck. And your and your 
and your cousin is just like a terrible no, person. That's, I think we've discussed this, Dave. The, our, our mutual hatred for uh, Uncle cousin Eddie. Uh, cousin, cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Cousin Eddie is one of the. I, I, I really hate this. I think him. Cousin Eddie is one of the yeah. worst characters in cinema history. No, I hate it. I don't even know how I, he got I really, spin off. Bro, and I hate his fucking kids too. <laughs> Especially the one with the weird hair, the 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 outdated haircut, like the snot. With like the... snot, you get over here and let Uncle Clark. Oh your my belly. god. <laughs> And the kids get worse in every movie. It's like they recast them. You think you, they can get better, but they get worse. Uh, I think, Elmer, that, I think Christmas Vacation pick. is the best duo of the Griswold kids. Agreed. Johnny Galecki oh, and uh, no. Juliet Lewis. Yeah. Oh, wait. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking of the National Lampoons. Anthony Michael Hall I like, but the mm. uh, sister I'm not as fond of. Yeah, no, like the best Rusty is Michael, Michael Anthony Hall. Anthony, I, I would, if there was a perfect uh, combination, Hall, I'd go Anthony Michael Hall and uh, Juliet and Lewis. Lewis. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, but for 2020s, and I asked Kurt if I could do this, and he okayed it, <laughs> picking a comedy before it even comes out. Because oh my god! Um, but I'm not actually going to go Banshees. I'm going to go one that's going to be even more crowdy. I'm going to go for Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Oh, oh wow! Comedy, for best comedy, I was thinking of going The Fablemans, but uh, that would be more dark horse. But at the same time, I think it would be very that's, that's hard to argue for that. There are really funny moments. Mommy, in it. I'm pretty like, sure really, really funny see. moments in it. Like Fablemans? when the Fablemans, you, Kurt, you saw it, right? Yeah, let's talk. I think I want to. Yeah, I want to say that I think you Kurt is like the, the only Fablemans? one I know that didn't like it. <gasps> Wait, time out. I saw that. Hold on. Let, that hold on. It probably didn't love it. you. You and and fucking everybody else in this goddamn festival with me were <laughs> like, this is one of the greatest films yeah. ever made, and you might have set the expectation a little bit high in my brain. Okay. Nevertheless, it's a it's fine. It's like a it's like a B minus for me. It's I'll oh! watch it again. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. But the Fablemans is perhaps the the and and having gone to go see it with Tristan and Darren, I thought something was wrong with me that I was not crying. Well, yeah, there is something wrong with you. I was like. Okay. Yep. Are we okay? Yeah. Oh, no, it's not done yet. Okay. Cool. We got another thirty oh, minutes. Oh, okay. I'm so oh, happy. Michelle is a slut. Okay. I do right. want to say I'm so happy Helmer doesn't live on film Twitter because <laughs> he would have a, an explosion of how many people hate the Fablemans on film Twitter. Really? Yeah. Old University yeah. love. Yeah. No, not on film Twitter. People no, are no. people are throwing the it's only beloved because it's Spielberg. Yep. Imagine when look at the look at the. I'll give you the exact thing that I read today actually it was uh because the Bartle trailer came out and essentially it's like his version of whatever and then he, yeah. a lot of people are pretty much throwing like this movie's following the same trajectory of Spielberg mm. with Bardo but because but it's Spielberg the same thing with any directorial like Roma oh yeah I mean well, I, haven't, I haven't seen either so I can't even like yeah. judge or say anything I'm just saying like with the guys and from the LOC that like yeah. pretty much like deep throated this movie for like <laughs> um, to see film twitter now kind of like step back and i'm like okay I, i'm curious where i'll stand i'm glad that people don't like i it think actually. you i think you will love it i i don't that's, see you not loving it yeah that's yeah, why i'm like I can't, I can't see myself not loving it either yeah same here i am i would be like shocked if i didn't love it yeah i mean tristan tristan set the bar high for me and then i was even i was but anyways i'm, I'm getting off track here i pick last you're not the favorite yeah, yeah, yeah. um glass onion it is one of the funniest i think the funny or actually no banshees is the funniest but is i'm gonna go with glass onion 
Uh, yes, I loved it more than the first. I rated this one 10 out of 10, actually. It yeah, is Edward Norton, for me, elevates this one in his character. That type of character I thought was missing in the first one. And I don't want to spoil um, what happens with this character. But it is so funny. And there are moments in it that are... I don't think it's as... Like, there's social commentary in the first one. There's no social commentary in this one, I feel. But it doesn't really matter to me. Um, the last I can't say too much about it because obviously I don't want to spoil it but the characters are even more absurd in this one they're even more uh, kind of what I love about Ryan Johnson is that he takes caricatures and kind of elevates them to people who are even more funny because they you they have layers behind them for example like Dave Batista is supposed to be like some sort of proud boys type character in that yeah. oh, and he goes God. beyond like oh Kurt you've seen it right you seen Glass Onion? No no I didn't get a chance oh, shit, to see it but I, you did. I, okay that's fine and he goes kind of beyond the tropes and becomes something that's just so, so hilarious. And yeah, Benoit Blanc is always becoming one of the defining characters of the 21st century, in my opinion. He's kind of like a, he's coming a modern day, I can't pronounce his first name, but Poirot, <laughs> Detective Poirot. So, uh, Glass Hercule, Onion Poirot. Yeah, for uh, 2020s. And it's playing, I'm hopefully seeing it. Actually, I, I don't know why I haven't mentioned it. Uh, I may be covering the Montclair Film Festival here in New Jersey. So JC, just to let you know, it is playing in New Jersey in late October. Nice. So okay. I'll let you know. Nice I'll, we'll talk to you. Um, yeah, can't wait to see it. Cool, 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 cool. I, uh, I had a ticket to it last Thursday at the festival and it was at a 9.30 start and I was in bed by 9.15. That's how old I <laughs> tell us. Brother, I feel you. I'm, I'm, from here, I am going into my bed. Yep. So I, I'm with you. Guys, they was the king of that. We have had seven rounds now, and I'm gonna wrap this up. And I had to double check my my facts here because I didn't think this just popped my mind last night, literally 45 seconds ago. 2020, 2020s comedy. There's uh, I'd say great movies. Uh, they're, they're entertaining movies. I mean, they're, they're fun for what they're worth. Just Free Guy much. or Jackass. Um, Palm Springs was my number one that I was going to take for the 2020s, and I just had to look this one up because it popped into my brain. Now, I am curious. IMDb says it's a comedy, a comedy first and foremost before a drama. With the last pick in our comedy draft in the 2020s, I'm going to take take Cha Cha Real Smooth. It was it was it was in my thing. I'll give it to you. I had it in my 2020s. It's a comedy drama. It's comedy a drama. drama. Yeah, I don't think that it would be considered a comedy on IMDb, but both IMDb and our Rotten Tomatoes have it down as a comedy. Yeah, I'll comedy. give you yeah, that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Love it's this film. Love it. One of my favorites of the year so far. Didn't review it on Top 5 Film Dive because I'm saving that love and that adoration for year end because um, it's got a, a soft spot Same in me. my heart. And I look forward to talking with all you guys about that when the year wraps up. But yeah, I absolutely love this. Cooper Rafe is phenomenal. I think he's the future of this like comedy dramedy generation that's coming up. Uh, Helmer has some choice words that he. Well, likes you shat on the Fablemans earlier. I did not enjoy Chacha Real Smooth. I personally prefer Shit House over Chacha Real Smooth. I haven't seen Shit House. But... I haven't seen Shit House. Good. Shit House is really yeah. I love I love it. Especially yeah. if you if you want to if you dormed in college you. You're gonna you're gonna like relate to it so much, especially Helmer. I think you're gonna relate to it so much because no, it's yeah. Um, my buddy Alex Holmes, who's uh, mm. on the league as well, he's my longtime friend. He well, loved it. He tell absolutely us. loved it. Yeah. And that wraps up, gentlemen. Um, that is the decade comedy draft all wrapped up nicely. 
let's go through here. Dave had the first pick. Dave, can you let everybody know what your team was? It uh, doesn't matter what the decade, just go film by film by film. So 70s was Young Frankenstein, 80s was Back to the Future, 90s was The Sandlot, 2000s was The Hangover, 2010 was The Nice Guys, 2020 was The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and in my dark horse, I went with Batman and Robin. JC? Um, 70s, I went Animal House, 80s, I went Coming to America, 90s, I went Happy Gilmore, 2000s, I went I Love You, Man. 2010s, I went Bridesmaids. 2020s, I went Palm Springs. Palm Springs, and Dark Horse, I went Scream. 1996, not this year's version. No, we gotta <laughs> be specific with that nowadays. Yeah. You know, Mr. Helmer. 1970s, Paper Moon. 1980s, uh, An American World from London. 1990s, Days and Confused. 2000s, Step Brothers. 2010s, The Wolf of Wall Street. 2020s, Glass Onion. Knives Out Mystery and Dark Horse Basic Instinct. I had also written down a Basic Instinct quote on my notes. <laughs> I didn't say during the it podcast. So I looked over my list and I saw there are cum stains all over the sheets. Very impressive. <laughs> I, I, I realized, oh, fuck, I forgot to say it during the podcast. Homer's Hummer, going to have fun with showgirls whenever he gets it because it's the same <gasps> Oh my I'm God. So much fun. The I'm one actually... liners that are going to come out of that boy's mouth when he hears showgirls. Versace's. Yeah. Oh my, Versace, yeah, Versace. <laughs> I'm so excited now. I'm going to go. You know how and long it is? For me here. I got uh, the 1970s, Slapshot starring Paul Newman. The 80s, When Harry Met Sally. 1990s, Dumb and Dumber. The 2000s, Wedding Crashers, personal favorite. 2010s, Deadpool. 2020s, Cha-Cha Real Smooth. And my dark horse pick, the fantastic Mr. Fox. Fellas, thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Uh, I had an absolute blast with you. Please... Tell everybody where you can find, uh, where they can find you, Helmer. Uh, the League of Cinephiles on YouTube and Instagram. And then check out Inside the Cuckoo's Nest, new podcast, also on Spotify. Absolutely. Check it out. Spotify, download, podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever. Merck. Um, You guys can find me on Merck with the Movies on Instagram. Um, yep. Occasionally, I'm in the League of Cinephiles, beating Kurt and, Hel- and Helmer. You had to go love. and fuck up the whole episode. Um, and uh this guy has no boundaries. Mm. Let's let's get on his let's uh, see you start a podcast. Just wait till you <laughs> shit on you there. Uh, none, none, none of respect for all of you guys. I know how hard it is. <laughs> um, good, occasionally I'm on Dave's podcast and then I write for his website. Real talk. Yeah, so you can, you? Real, you can find me at Real Talk Inc. Uh I you could also find Kurt and I and Chop Talk Monthly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to get Burke on there. Helmer, mm-hmm. maybe one day. Yes, for Chopping uh, Mall. Also, also a member of the League of Cinephiles and the reigning, defending, undisputed, undefeated duels champions mm-hmm. uh, with my boy Hunter. Uh, this was fun. Very happy to very happy to do this. Hope to do it again. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so, so much. I appreciate it. I uh, appreciate your time. Love you all. Um, ladies and gentlemen, check us out next week. We got another episode coming up. Until next time, signing off.